punch it. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number two. Uh, this is Josh. And this is Leonard. And uh, we're going to talk about Doctor Strange today. We're going to talk about uh, some of the episodes of Luke Cage, because I've only watched some of the episodes. Um, Leonard, you've watched the whole series already. I watched. I binge-watched it on Netflix. You <laughs> binge-watched the whole thing. I watched it in one day. One day. Wow. Uh, and we're going to talk about the Nintendo Switch um, that's coming out, or was announced, I guess, two weeks ago now, or a week ago. All right, so let's talk Doctor Strange, man. We just got done watching it. We just came back to your your uh, recording studio. <laughs> uh, we got all your pops very well organized. We got Marvel. We've got... It's, it's amazing how organized <laughs> it is. <laughs> got one section for DC. Yep. Then one section for gaming. Yep. One section for anime. Yep. One section for Star Wars. My miscellaneous section. Yeah, you have, is on you the, have the miscellaneous down there. And then I have my Marvel ones and then my uh, Collector Core box ones. But that's different. Oh, I did that because I, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I did that because I didn't know how you actually yeah. had them set up. So, uh, But yeah, so let's talk Doctor Strange, man. Um, the newest Marvel movie. Everybody knows. Uh, my dad sent me a message. He's like, are you excited about Doctor Strange? And I said, it's Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. excited. And I was really excited because that's one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yeah, so. Yeah. so since he is one of your favorite Marvel characters and you know a lot more about him, uh, just give us a brief synopsis of who Strange is. And uh, Basically, Strange was a successful surgeon, kind of arrogant kind of um some might call it asshole mm -hmm. uh but on top of that had lots of money had the women he was basically kind of like the poor man's tony stark okay okay um got into an accident that screwed up his hands became an alcoholic got really depressed was spending all of his money trying to figure out how to fix his hands until he figured out there was a mystic person that he could go see who would help him out but then Long story short, without giving away a lot of the movie plot, yeah, we'll try or to... story for yeah. the comics. Um, really good character. Uh, he's got that tortured past, but he's also he also ends up being very honorable. Yeah, uh, and it deals with the mysticism and the occult type stuff for Marvel, which I like. Yeah, like I like the Doctor Strange's and the Ghost Riders to an extent, like the vampires. So like Blade. Um, I like the horror slash occult slash mysticism side to Marvel that may not always fit in with Captain America, yeah, Iron Man, yeah. Hulk. Okay. Okay. So I don't know a lot about Doctor Strange. Uh, I go into this movie knowing very little about it, and I come out very happy with it. Um, it did all the things I wanted it to do. It set up a new character. It uh, put him in our universe that we already have established in the MCU. Um, it further it furthers the plot that they have already set up, and uh, it's funny. And we're the not going to was a plus. Yeah, we're not going to try to get too much into spoilers. Mm -hmm. We'll try to keep this as spoiler free. Um, we'll let you guys decide if you want us to do a little bit more spoiler type 
uh, podcast. Uh, but so we'll try to keep it pretty pretty unspoiler. Um, I'll do the old Motown test. So Barry Gordy from Motown, when they had a new song come out, he would sit with his group of people, and he would ask them if you were down to your last two dollars because things were cheaper back then. I would got a you, nickel. <laughs> it was, if you were down to your last $2, would you spend that on a sandwich or would you spend it on this song or this record? Okay. So if I was down to my last $5 yep. and I had to choose, well, no, how much was the ticket? Ticket was like ticket 10 was bucks. 10 tonight, yeah. 10, so, 10 tonight. Uh, I, we probably could have got it less if we didn't buy it online. But So if I had to choose between like a, a special deal pizza from Papa John's that was $10, which probably like a large one topping. Or going to watch this movie, I would choose watching the film. So you're going to see the movie again. Yep. Um, I definitely want to see it again in 3D. Um, we saw it tonight in standard. Mm-hmm. Um, we both wear glasses, and watching 3D movies isn't always uh, the best experience for me. As somebody with glasses, it really narrows my vision. Right, because other people with glasses kind of know you have to put the 3D glasses over your glasses, and it's just... It's not the most comfortable yeah, thing yeah. to do. So I definitely want to see it, though. It It is a visual spectacle. Um, it might be the best-looking Marvel movie. Um, I like what they did. The The CGI is done tastefully. Like It, it makes sense within yeah. the movie when they explain what's happening. Um, it wasn't overly... There wasn't a lot of... CGI that just stood out like, oh man, that looks. No, I mean that, and I, I was gonna say that too. Like, uh, so in Captain America, uh, the the Civil War, in the beginning of the movie, they have the scene where the Falcon uh, shoots. Um, what's his companion? Um, it's not Red Rob, Wing. Yeah, Red Wing. He shoots off of him, and it flies through, and it does this this dive, and it it looks really, it looked really bad. It, it you could tell it was not the best CG. Um, and even when the car is, uh, when they're chasing crossbones out of the, um, out of the complex, it's, you could tell the CG wasn't great. Like there was parts in civil war where the CG looked really bad. Um, I didn't feel like that at all in this movie. Um, actually the visuals helped the movie along. Like, yeah, it's, you said it best. You said it's like a kaleidoscope. Yeah, to me, it's oh. like it's you get like the kaleidoscope effect, and some of it I don't think was actually CGI. I think some of it was, let's take this film, and we'll do fractals with it. Mm-hmm. For those of you who remember your math and science from school, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do fractals with it. Think like snowflakes with infinite patterns and yeah, things of that nature, and you get really good looking visuals on screen. Yep, and yeah. Uh, it was just the way that they did it. It it looked, it didn't look like anything else we've seen, which is nice because it is that mysticism, um, and you know, you don't want it to look like anything else. Uh, like you don't want to go into this thinking, oh, I'm gonna see the same, the same special effects that I saw in Harry Potter, or mm-hmm. if they're complete. They they have a completely different look and a completely different feel to them. This movie is definitely different feeling than Captain America or anything like that because it's it's less based on physical um, action and more based on uh, visual styling. Because uh, like when he's making the shields or when he 
interacts with the cape, which is probably one of the most <laughs> it's probably one of the funniest and one of the most joyous things that I've seen and it reminds you of Aladdin and the magic carpet and that's all I'll go I won't say too much more about it but it's the the cape has its own personality um and the cape is funny so that's that's really great um and the film does a really good job of not just throwing you in there going oh this is this is magic spells it it kind of does a really good job of explaining to you what they have to do in order to accomplish the spells but it also kind of shows there's a price for casting the spells too it's not instantaneous yeah. so in a fight you're not just pointing a wand and zip zap yeah, it's done yeah. you actually have to do hand signals or draw out it, it's actually really good and that was one of my things that i never think will get like just to sidetrack here like harry potter movies i don't think they ever like, the books do a much better job of explaining the spells and um it spends a lot more time on the the children have to learn the spell mm-hmm. and then being able to do it without the, the the without using the words and just using the wand um but in the movies they never did that well they they really never they just one time they just learned how to do it like they just all of a sudden knew oh you know i do this and a you know a bolt flies out or whatever but um they they do a really great job in this movie of showing okay he's he's trying he's not getting it right but you know he's he's going to get it right right they show a good learning process that just wasn't okay you're a natural at this yeah yeah which which actually is what i kind of thought they were gonna do i thought they were gonna go down because in you know in the trailers they Mm -hmm. show him with his hands in the water and he's he's um it gets you excited because you know that those are you know that he's naturally doing movements that that we see in the movie later. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were gonna play up a little bit more of the oh he's just a natural he's just naturally gifted and um, I did like that they were like oh you know he's got this photographic memory that's what helps yep. him learn really quick. Um, he's just really smart. He's a super smart character. And that was one of the things uh, growing up, being a Doctor Strange fan was going to school i always wanted to do great in school like i wanted to ace every test i wanted the teacher ask a question you know the answer yeah and the only way that the only reason that he was as great a surgeon as he was was because he was a bookworm that's all he did he wanted to be the same way with magic it was learn learn train learn learn so if you take your kids to see it which a lot of you will that's a good thing to point out to them is hey you know he didn't just get it his first day. Yeah. It took him, he had to try. Yeah. He had to learn. And you don't really see a lot of movies that, oh man, there's a stro- life is a struggle. It's not easy. You're not yeah. always going to get well, it. You have to work hard for it. Well, so it does. it is a good movie if you're going to take your kids. And it's just like, hey, you know, you know, Doctor Strange struggled too. And he just kept at it, kept at it. Yep. Well, and like, because to counter that, you have Tony Stark who, you know, from, from our version of Tony Stark and the whole MCU, he's, we know that he's smart. They never really go into why he's as smart as he is. We just know from the first frame of the the movies that, oh, yep, he's, he's smart. smart. He's smarter than everybody else. Like, he's just smarter than everybody else. Um, so how do you feel like it compared to your expectations being a strange fan? 
So as a Doctor Strange fan, I was dude, there's like three main things I was looking for going into the film. I was looking how are they going to pull off the the magic and the spells. Yeah. Which I think they nailed it. They did a great job. The second yeah, thing did. was are they going to stick to his origin story or are they going to kind of mismatch, change things around, which for the most part they pretty much stuck with really close. Yeah, they they did the same thing that they they did with Tony. They really gloss over the mm-hmm. alcoholism. Uh, we only saw it the one time in Iron Man 2 when he's getting drunk mm-hmm. and he's shooting, you know, he's playing with DJM and he's shooting bottles out of there and he's drunk. Um, but they've really glossed over that whole aspect of... They kind of chose um, to show more um, the depression yeah, and anger. Yeah. Which which which, which plays. Which plays. So And then the third thing for me was lore. Like, from the comics, how much lore are you going to give us? Which they they had a lot. Mm-hmm. down to relic names yep uh like the most iconic thing for well two iconic things for dr strange are going to be the eye of agamotto that's mm-hmm. the necklace that he wears and the cape of levitation yep. or the cloak of levitation yeah uh that's basically the red cape that he wears yep. and the big gold eye <laughs> that he wears around <laughs> his neck so as a fan out when he when he found it i was like oh there it is, yep. and then same. Th- I was like, so did you? A- did, so did you notice? Because I didn't obviously notice it, but did you notice that when the ancient one when is, they first showed it? F- first show. So yep. you you noticed? Yeah, that, I like, noticed right it, away. and I was like, oh, okay. So eventually he should get that. Which so if it looks like they paid attention and said, okay, if a fan of Doctor Strange comes and watches this film, These are, are we going to hit on things that they're going to notice and go, oh, I might be a really big nerd because. I might be one of the only people in the theater who recognizes it. Or there might be like 3% of the people in the theater that go, oh, man, I know what that is. Because when we were watching it, yeah, when they showed uh, the cloak, mm-hmm. there was maybe like four or five people that went, oh, man. See, I I know it just from you the, know, pictures, like of the pictures of him. I'm like, okay, he doesn't have his cloak currently. At some point, he's got to get his cloak. I didn't realize the cloak was so independent uh, independent of, of, of him. Uh, so that was really cool. And the thing where there's a part where they talk about weapons and mm-hmm. the weapons choose, choose you. you rather than you choosing the weapon. Um, that was a really great moment. And I will, I had some, I had some reservations about the ancient one being changed from an old Asian male to a female, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter in the film. You kind of forget about it after a while. Yeah. Um, they did the the ancient one was portrayed. All of the characters were were portrayed really well. There was a little bit of switching with some, but that goes into spoilers, so I won't get into yeah, that. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it, it's it's the same thing that they kind of do. They've done it before. We've seen it before in Iron Man three with the Mandarin type. Mm-hmm. Uh, not 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 saying that that's the same thing here, where they're they play with. The uh, the backstories a little here. So and for Doctor Strange fans, the the reveal of the big of dog. the big bad or the the villain in this one is a big payoff for Doctor Strange fans because most Marvel most people who are fans of Marvel have no idea. I think yeah, who, like me, who I'm that a villain com- is yeah, like me, I'm a comic fan. I'm I'm, I'm so once you find out who that villain is and then you maybe just take the time to go Google, you'll find that it's he's probably one of the better Marvel universe villains see i've read some stuff um 
recently since well before uh the movie but um i saw an article on slash film where they were talking about that where they had to go and explain more about that character uh so i'll probably even read that now just to get even more of a um, understanding of that character uh that's the great thing about this movie it really makes it really makes me want to go back and read some older doctor strange Mm -hmm. that way i can be more knowledgeable with that um which is good because I do think that because it was weird like even among other Marvel fans like oh who you know who are your top three and in my top three I always would have Doctor Strange and they're like I don't know who that is or can you explain to me why so maybe this film will help people like introduce Doctor Strange to a a broader audience of people yeah see because I'm more the guy that's like well Spider-Man's always been my favorite and then you know like Wolverine and you know like these characters because that's what I grew up with in in the 90s you know we all had these we had this you know Saturday morning cartoon and uh, Spider-Man and you know the X-Men were always on so they always became like my favorite characters that Nightcrawler like these those are like some of my favorite characters Um, I didn't get into comics until later so uh, now with these movies it makes me go oh I want to go read that or ooh I should have been reading this a long time ago um but it was it was a pleasant outing for me. Like I I enjoyed the movie from the time it started until the time that we left after the credits. Make sure you stay after the credits. Too. Yeah, I mean at this point, I mean, come on, people. It's a it's a Marvel movie. You know, there's going to be a post uh, a a pre credit or you know post credit and a during credit uh, cutscene. It's it's going to happen. Just stay and watch it. Otherwise, you're going to be coming. You're going to come back again and see it, or you're going to see it at home. Just stay and watch it. It's it's worth it. Like both both the credit post credit scenes were good this time. Um, I don't think they were as good as Civil War, but it still does the job of tying tying things in and leading into other other adventures. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: is like what, what I say. What about Doctor Strange? This movie makes me want to go back and read other Doctor Strange comics. I can say that about Marvel movies in general. When I when I watch one and I don't know a lot about that character, it does make me want to go back and see a com or read a comic. The Fox movies don't make me want to do that. None of the Fox movies have made me go, "Man, I really need to watch X-Men" because I know X-Men even if it's just based on that 90s cartoon show, I know X-Men and I've read Old Man Logan and all these books because I like those characters. And... But none of the new Fox movies make me go, man, I really should go back and read a Fantastic Four. And that's because the that genius. movie was shit. <laughs> that's the genius of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, all right, eventually everyone's going to go through burnout. Yep. You're going to get tired of Captain America. You're going to get tired of uh, Iron, Man. Iron Man. You're going to get tired of Thor the Hulk. Mm-hmm. So, And or eventually they're just going to have to change these characters out. So then, well, if we can introduce you to some of our more obscure characters and get you interested in them, guess what? Now we have a whole catalog for those characters that we can make movies on. And you guys, it's a good way to tie together their universe and always have content to put out. Think of it like Mm -hmm. uh, Black Panther is going to have his own standalone movie. Yeah. I think they're going to do a uh, Black Widow. Are they going to do a Black Widow? I think they're doing a Black Widow. I mean... I would be down for a Black Widow. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I'm Guardians sure. of the Galaxy, yeah, is a is a better example of a yeah. group like not 
they were popular, but not a lot of people knew that much about Guardians of the Galaxy before that film. Came I out. knew Rocket Raccoon only because of Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, he was a playable character <laughs> in Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, that's the only reason I knew who Rocket Raccoon was. And after that film, so now they are like, oh, we have a full team, but we also have individuals, too, that we could pop. Uh, the Inhumans, would, I'm assuming, is probably going to be the same way. Yeah. That's another obscure group that not a lot of people know. But they're doing a good job of introducing them in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. So they're, they're this is the MCU. They're doing a really good job of introducing everything across these different platforms. So um, that when you see them show up or you hear about them in another film or show, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yep, exactly. The Fox movies, not so much. It's it's kind of fragmented. They might... Oh, they're... It, to me, it feels like the Fox movies, they're, they're trying to tie stuff together with shoestrings. Like, they're just... They're like, oh, well, we can kind of make this work if, if we just... Just fudge it a little bit and make Jean Grey give him his memory <laughs> back and... Uh, you know, uh, we can kind of make this work, but, um, so if you, if you had to give a rating between one to 10 for Dr. Strange, where would yours sit? I would say it's probably like an eight. Um, and that's, I mean, maybe it's because of my, I go, my high water mark is, uh, Civil War currently. Okay. Um. I would say I really like would, the I, I like the character. Um, I think mine yeah. would be probably like an eight, eight or nine. I mean, it fluctuates between. It would fluctuate between. I mean, it's not a perfect movie. I don't think it's by any means a perfect movie. Um, but it's it's up there. It's it's probably one of the best Marvel. It's it's definitely one of the best standalone Marvel movies. Um, not including because you know the Avengers and all mm-hmm. these they're, they're they're based on team team movies uh even you know you call civil civil war was a it was an avengers movie without thor and and hulk i think this gets them into the mysticism like i said the mysticism and occult side of marvel which there's a lot of people that are i mean look at all the harry potter fans yeah um it's pretty much the same crowd yeah so i think that opens the door for them to do a lot more of that and there's other villains and heroes that I would like to see on film from that side. They did, they there was there were Ghost Rider films. Um, <laughs> maybe this, maybe this will get well, give them a second shot. He's well, on Agents he's, of Shield. He's on Agents of Shield. Have you so, watched any of them on Agents of Shield? I have not Shield? watched that. Yet. I haven't either. So I, I don't want to judge. But I'm hoping that that will open the door up for them, and I'm hoping it opens up the door for a defenders team coming up pretty soon where you could have all of them on it. Yeah. Well, they are making the defenders. I know they're doing it for the TV shows, but I don't know if they'll incorporate Dr. Strange into it at some point. Oh yeah. Well, see, that's the problem is that I think the whoever's in charge over there, I think it's Kevin Feige or whatever. Mm -hmm. Feige. I'm not really sure how that name's pronounced, but um, he said he wants, he wants the defenders to be in infinity. They don't know if it's going to happen, uh, but I've read somewhere that that's he wants it to happen. Uh, it just doesn't know if it's going to happen log- logistically with all the characters. So, so. Overall, with Doctor Strange, it was we both seem to like it. Yeah. Um, I would recommend you go see I'm it. I'm going to go see it again. Um, I want to see it again in 3D. Now, I do have to address, 
if you go to the movies, just be be I was con- wondering if you were gonna be conscious that there are other people there who want to enjoy the movie. They paid money and bought a ticket, and they probably spent money on popcorn and drinks or their families with them. Yep. They're there to watch that movie, have a good time, mm-hmm. and not not be bothered. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm sorry. I sat beside these two guys <laughs> tonight. And the entire time from the from the opening um, trailers all the way up until the end, I was just like, will you please be quiet? If you have negative comments, that's fine. It's fine yeah. to have, yeah. you know, I don't mind you not liking something, but don't yell out. Don't yell to the screen. They can't hear you. Don't yell to the screen. Don't try to have commentary for every punchline yeah. or or reveal or whatever that happens in the movie because there's other people around you and you ruin their experience. You're like you you're really at, do. You're at a movie. You're not at home doing your mystery science theater, uh, you know, reenactment. Uh, have some respect for the people around you. Um, it's like, I get it. You know, you, you, you maybe you're trying to lighten the mood, but to me it, it just comes across as being really obnoxious when the theater's quiet, we're all watching a movie, and all of a sudden... Someone just yells out, rah, rah, you know, just, it, it, you he, take away from the film. The, he did it during the scene where it's supposed to be um, a serious moment between mm-hmm. Strange and, what's her name, Chris, mm-hmm. Christine? Christine. Yeah, and, and he decided, this is my moment. Today I get my to be to funny. Shine. Today is my day. I'm going to be the most funny person in here. And, and it fell flat. It Nobody laughed. And I'm going to warn, if you guys, I usually, from now on, when we go to a, um, a premiere, even though I did air quotes, but you can't see that, <laughs> even though when we go to a premiere from now on, I will probably rock my nerddom shirt. Yeah. So if you sit beside me, respect <laughs> my, my armrest, because... Put some respect this, on my armrest. This guy tonight, maybe it was just them. Maybe it was, I have never had that many problems with someone I was sitting beside in a theater before. Yeah. This guy was crowding on my space and it's like he kept, tra- it was like a war for my armrest and I was just like, <laughs> did you lose? I just gave up. <laughs> I was like, if you're going to nudge my arm, I'm going to nudge your arm back. Yeah. And I'm like, I, do- I hope he doesn't stand up and try to start oh, something because, but like yeah. I said, it's just, it's Who's comedy. Because you, you're like Michael Jackson, you don't want to be starting something. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's, it's common decency. You're in a public venue. There's yeah. other people there with you. Be mindful of the other people. Like the dude beside him was texting the whole movie, and I'm just like, come on, man. Yeah. You just watched the video that told you not to do it. Yep. So because it was obnoxious. When when you're in a public venue, you're all there to have a good time and enjoy what you paid your money for. Don't ruin it for other people. I was just glad nobody clapped at the end. I was the first movie we went to. No one clapped. Yeah, it was the first one that we've been to. Because we went and saw Civil War, they clapped. Right, yeah, they We went and saw one. Star Wars, they clapped. Every movie that we've gone to see together, they clapped at freaking uh, Suicide Squad, and that movie sucked balls. So, <laughs> I mean, there somebody was in there going, yay, uh, Harley Quinn finally made it to the big screen. And the second thing, too, well, this is the third thing. If you're a parent, I'm, I'm not knocking parents for taking your kids to the movies. It's great. You're getting them out of the house. It's, well, not only it's that, family time. Yeah, you should be able to see a movie but, that you want to see. You sh- you should supervise your kids when they're at the movie. Like, I watched, I don't know how many, I think like three or four times, I kept seeing this little 
little small body dart out the <laughs> dart out the corner of my left eye. This little small body would dart down the walkway because the walkway was still lit. And oh, so man. I'm like, what is that? This little kid was just running out to the bathroom. Yeah. Running back. I don't know if he was using it, but he went he did it like five or six times. And then at one point I was like, is that kid out there by themselves? <laughs> so I'm that's taken away from, oh, there's a good movie. Oh, there's something moving down there. And um I get oh, it. You're, you're out. You're you're having a good time with your family. Hey, it's family time. They want to see Strange too. But try to. I mean, this ain't the first movie. Like we watched the movie where the little kid snuck a laser pointer in. And uh, then, those weren't little kids. Those were jackass little teens. They were teenagers yeah. that were just. It, it was when we went and saw freaking Star Wars, man. We paid extra money to go see it in 3D and yeah. IMAX 3D, mind you, which isn't cheap. You all know this isn't cheap. <laughs> I don't have to tell you this but stuff. Moral of the story is everybody's there to have a good time. Don't ruin it for other people. Yep. All right. So, I mean, we can, can tr- transition from uh, Strange. Yep. Doctor Strange. Go see it. Go Great see movie. it. Great movie. Great, Great character. You'll love it. Um, if you like all the other Marvel stuff, like I said, when my dad asked me, what, was I excited about Doctor Strange? I said, does it have Marvel in it? Then, yes, I'm excited. Like, they haven't, they haven't let me down yet with any of the... MCU, we, we, we're not going to talk about Fox, but they haven't let us down with any of the MCU movies, so I, yes, I am excited. Um, I'm excited for Guardians. I'm excited for Ragnarok. You know, I'm, I'm excited for, for these movies. Uh, so let's talk about Luke Cage. We'll Luke talk about Cage. the first... Lucas Cage. We will talk about the first six episodes, because that's all I watched. Okay, so... So, so this is going to be spoiler. I don't care. Um, so if, to refresh if, me... <laughs> The sixth episode ends with what? Because I the watched the sixth those. episode. We end with um, I forget her names. I forget her name okay. now. Okay. Her uh, partner, the dirty cop dies. The dirty cop dies. Okay, so I'm good up to there. So I'm we are not gonna. I'm not. We're not gonna hold spoilers back. By now, if you're, if you're, you can binge watch this whole series. Um, and it's possible to do in a weekend on Saturday night. Exactly. I mean, you can 